Hey, what's happening, y'all? You are listening to the Good News for the Hood podcast. Um, I got to see if I'm going to stay with that name, actually. Um, I see if I find something shorter. But for now, that is what we have. Um, What I want to talk a little bit about on this particular episode is just talking about lament for a second and lament has become a more and more popular topic. Um, and forgive me folks, I didn't, um, this wasn't planned per se, but, um, just with the events of the world, I thought it would be fitting to just share some thoughts from the heart and yeah uh, there's a lot happening in the world right now and we know that there's always been a lot happening in the world for many of us it's just hitting home a bit more intensely because um you know social media has brought it um to our attention, technology has allowed for us to see um, much more and to see it faster in real time. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm in a space of lament right now as I received the news about the shooting that took place at a Texas elementary school. 14 children, elementary school children, are dead. One teacher, educator, is dead. Uh, The gunman, from what I understand, is dead. The gunman, I don't know if he successfully killed uh, his grandmother, but allegedly at least shot her. that's a lot i cannot imagine what those parents must be experiencing right now you know i have my older two children and then i have my younger child who um is uh, you know not even a year old and you know, having a child just kind of softens your heart all over again, in spite of some of the challenges that also come along with having a child. But it's funny as I've been uh, being the the father of a of a baby um, all over again. It's just the innocence, just the the vulnerability that you see in not only babies, but just in children altogether. When you talk about how much, how much um, love and how much of your effort and how much you invest in your child. When you think about how the, the child can't pay you back in, Uh, monetarily but when that child looks at you and smiles with glee as if 
you were uh, the one that that child was waiting for all day. Um, when that when when you see that child's eyes light up as you teach them new things and they get to experience the world through what you teach them, what you show them. To have all of that snuffed out before that child uh, ever gets to mature into what you imagined they would be. You imagined that you would outlive them. You imagined that You imagine that you would, uh, that that they would, eventually reach the age that you are, and um, become parents to their own children. You imagine that one day you will be dead and gone, and they will be grandparents. You know, and, and just, uh, you know, wise citizens, contributing to the larger society, and. To have all of those, all of that, you, all that you had hoped for that child to just be taken away so suddenly. I can't imagine. And so I, I'm, as I think about those parents this evening, I can't help but to be in a space of lament because words aren't enough to even express how 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 they must feel guaranteed uh and and how i feel vicariously through this news and I, though i didn't do an episode on it, it it just got me thinking you know, I saw this, the, the clip of Steve Kerr and while it had already hit home for me about these events, uh, I think Steve Kerr's, Steve Kerr's rant that he did in a press conference right before this game four that the Golden State Warriors are getting ready to play against the Mavs. I think stirred something up in me that 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 really moved me from just being in lament to uh, feeling the need to at least say something. Maybe this episode is not even really for um, anybody who might be listening. Maybe this episode is simply an outlet for me to express. the matters of the heart and Steve Kerr you know I, I was so it's not you know happy I don't know if the word happy is really fitting right now but I was moved that he used his platform in such a direct manner to call out some of the leaders of our society. And as he said, who, you know, specifically say, uh, making it clear that 
as advanced as we claim to be, we still have people who are more interested in power. We claim we like to think of ourselves as the moral, uh, the, the leaders of morality in the world. And yet many in power, and not all, but a few, continue to use that power simply to hold on to power and not really and and they use it at the sake of and i'm not saying this as a political thing per se though it's taking place in the political arena but they're using their power in such a way that even though the lives of so many have been taken they don't even want us to do some of the things that simply make sense as responsible human beings in the name of freedom. And so one of the things that we realize, and the gospel talks about this all over the place, is that what we human beings tend to think regarding freedom isn't true freedom and human freedom almost always freedom without limits is not freedom at all freedom without checks and balances is not for you freedom without boundaries leads to chaos, leads to harm. It, 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 it leads to, it, it's cancerous. It is literally cancerous. And you know what we see in our society right now is cancerous. And so, you know, Steve Kerr reminded us that, hey, just last week, really, we had this shooting that took place in Buffalo. So in the shooting in Texas, we had the unfortunate demise of the young vulnerable elementary school aged children last week we had the shooting and killing of the elderly and an elderly population in buffalo new york uh, a black elder the the black our black ancestors were taken from us Shortly after that, we had the shooting that took place in California at the church of Christians of Asian descent. Forgive me, um, my, 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 I don't want to lump all um, Asians into one category. Um, forgive me. I don't know exactly um which countries were represented at this church. 
but we know that they were, from what I understand, of Asian descent. And it's like, what is... I, I mean, the violence... I'm, I haven't even brought up the violence between Russia and Ukraine right now. It's the world is just a wild place. And it just saddens me to to hear about God's creation. Um, experiencing all this death. I got an email from my wife and an email from one of my uh, clients that I work with today, which was reporting a car accident that took place in my neighborhood. And you could actually see, see the video of um, the fire department using the jaws of life to cut this person out. And when they, you could see them uh, put a stretcher into the car and bring the person out, it looked like a guy who was a construction worker and you know, when they came out, you could see his body limp. They didn't even bother uh, using, you know, air to try to resuscitate him already um, or anything like that. They knew that he was dead. You could see his body limp, his arm just limp and hanging. Something about seeing that body limp there, it it, it just saddened me to see when when the, the 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 life when the ruach of god that animates us is gone out and a body i mean because the body even though you could see this the person's face was a, a bit bloodied you know it still looked like a body that should have the capability to to act and to perform in this world and to see a body that looked like it should be functional but in actuality um was lifeless dead it saddened me to think that somebody likely on their way home from work instead of them reaching and hanging out with their family their family would probably be getting a call and the news that their son, husband, father, brother, uncle, cousin, friend was no longer among the living. And I just think that we, I mean, never, we can talk about all those that we've lost to COVID. And though things are opening back up, there are people who are still dying from COVID. And it just has me thinking like, Lord, I long to see. God come back to put all things right and to put all things as they should be. And I know that, you know, while we are amongst the living, 
we have been given a task to do. We have been given a task to be his images and to be his priest, his royal priesthood uh, in this world and to um, try to fight for th things that will make the world um, better and to uh, make the world closer to um, as it is in heaven, in essence, you know, um, let it be on earth we're here to try to bring Eden to the world. But it is difficult to keep seeing these tragedies in our world. These tragedies that we believe God cares about probably more than us. And sometimes it's just like, God, when will you decide to act? These people who are dying, who have died, were all somebody's babies. Hmm. The, the 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 challenge with the life of the Christian not not let me not even say the challenge um, the call of the, the 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 call to the Christian the call to that those who believe in Jesus Christ is that even as we see these things in the world it, it would be easy for me to leave the podcast right there this message right there but the call to us is always one where there is hope and if i go back to that word challenge you know there's constantly this challenge to not lose hope though the things around you look hopeless right and and so I don't want us to lose that but I also don't want us to lose the fact that the Bible does talk about the space for lament the space for grief the space for despair But even then, the apostle talks about the fact that we don't mourn the same way as those who have no hope. It is my prayer that the God that we hope in, Yahweh, would comfort these families the friends, the communities of all the, those who have passed and that he would even uh, use even these situations uh, which are not good, they are bad situations uh, 
but that even these situations, he will show how they can be redemptive and how through it he can take what is bad and bring about good. Even if not the 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 ultimate good that we hope for one day that um, what has been made wrong will be completely made right that um, that those who have died um, and especially died believing in him would again see life you know my prayer is that these people can smile again that these people don't lose their hope and that the bomb in Gilead would heal their souls referring to the souls of those who continue to live on with the memories of their loved ones who have passed. I'm reminded, even as I get ready to just wrap this up, I guess, that at the heart of the gospel, we have a savior who, who experienced tragedy himself as well. The chat, the tragedy and a tragedy leading to death. We have his mother who had to experience him losing him in such a manner, especially as that friends of his who believed in him, followed him, who had to experience all of that. And so, and luckily we, we believe that he has conquered and defeated death and that one day death will die and that one day justice will be served and that one day the Lord will have vengeance in whatever way that looks like. But I want to also just bring out and highlight that because he has experienced this tragedy, we have a high priest before the throne in heaven who is all too familiar with the tragedy of mankind and therefore stands on our behalf knowing the pain and the tears that some are crying right now the 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 um the state of confusion um, that many who um, had j just observed these events uh, are feeling and sensing right now. 
We don't have a God that is unaware of these things, but he, he's familiar with them. Um, and we can give those things to him and he can handle even these, what we might call inconvenient feelings. And so I, this, this isn't a teaching moment. Uh, this is simply a moment where I wanted to sit with the, the thoughts and the feels of what we've experienced as a nation, as a world. Um, and even through a podcast to just um, simply to be with you all who may listen to this as you sit with um, and reflect on these things in your own way as well. So with that being said, I pray for that you and your family, your loved ones would be safe, that the Lord would keep you and that he would give you peace. I'm out of here. There's still good news for all of us. Don't lose hope. Amen. Thank you.